1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, welcome to the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. Liverpool taking on Manchester United in the big house in Michigan and Arbor. 100 uh, 100- thousand plus people uh, will probably be there uh, I'm gutted I'm not going to see this stadium you don't think so because Man United no. won't
2: sell out well you know playing a small team he's got to get used to lower Lever- crowds of teams like that but like, the there's loads of
1: Liverpool fans in America we could fill it True. we could do the same as what we did against Dortmund and have like 10 fans there one um, I imagine that that's probably what will happen with Manchester yeah. United, to be fair. But Adam, I am joined by Adam Haynes, by uh, John Reed, and, of course, by Ross Chanley for this one. Paul over there, he will experience the big house. I am absolutely gutted that I'm not going to see where Michigan play ball. Uh, but um, I digress. Um, what's going on at Manchester United, Adam?
2: Um, I think it's called Jose Mourinho. And it's just really, really, really boring. Um, yeah, that's pretty much... The best I can really add for it is just Mourinho, and he's boring. So he's like boring football. Oh, and like obviously he blames everyone else for everything. I'd hate to be in like his house, you know. Like if something breaks, it's like it's got to be the kids' fault, and he <laughs> just would blame everyone for anything other than himself.
1: Leaking, <laughs> leaking fucking stuff to the press about his kids breaking his remote control and stuff. I mean, mind games going on all yeah. the time. Like he
0: lives in the Lowry, doesn't he?
1: He, he, does he still live there? I think
0: so. I'm Pretty sure. He When's doesn't. he
1: gonna buy himself a house? Does he just hate? Maybe, every maybe Manchester wife United. wife fucking
0: hates him. That's <laughs> <got> the problem.
1: <laughs> she just want him the... I don't know. So no, genuinely, like uh, John on the on the field. Um, listen, I think we all know that Manchester United aren't the most exciting side to watch, but you can't argue with the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, they finished the us in the league last season. To be fair to them, um, they're looking like they're gonna they're gonna try and land Harry Maguire. Before the season starts, it looks like Martial might be on his way out. Are we just going to see more boring football, but they get results again, or are we going to see an improvement with Sanchez getting into the side? I don't know. It's, it's the honest answer.
3: I think it's hard. To, it's so hard to, to judge them and like, uh, you know, I know people who I work with and who I've got friends who are United fans and why and I never just people who are on race okay. Um but like I never know where to stand with them because it, it, you know you miles got, away. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're such a bland a bland, boring team to watch but then you look at the players they've actually got playing and them. Like, he's like how the fuck is like, Sanchez only got like two goals in like, the second half last season or whatever it was but he just he, you know if you, on the one hand you could say like, I suppose like, he's building a good spine and he's got a good squad of players there but when you actually see them on the pitch there it just doesn't seem to, to, to work and all the noises like Adam was saying well, all the noises coming out of the camp so far don't seem to be the best you know what I mean that he, he's not happy with what's gone on and the Players they're going after and stuff, and they still haven't really got met. I know, they've signed Fred and the other lad whose name we can't remember, but not Grant, the other one, the yeah, Portuguese right back, him who's never going to start exactly. So it's just you know, yeah, I don't know. Like, there doesn't seem to be any kind of you, you can see, you know, if, if, you, if, if you look at Liverpool, it's like there's like a clear line of progression of where we've gone from when Klopp's joined to where we are now. I just don't see that with
1: United. It's just like a, a solid flat line. They don't seem to be getting any better. But if you, I think if you were to look at the league table, that would disagree with you there, though, mm. because they have improved. You know, they go and get second place. And from the year before, they weren't even in the Champions League worthy spots. So there is something that Mourinho is doing something to get those results, Ross. Uh, the interesting thing that I saw today, and I think, you know, Cy mentioned to, to us just before we went live, Mourinho's been talking about Liverpool. Um, standard, fair enough. Uh, we've just been talking about Mourinho, Manchester United. Uh, these are the quotes. Um, I think we have. I think if you have the money, if you invest well, it's better than to have it in the bank because the interest rates are very low. That's quite funny for Mourinho. To be fair, he's obviously talking about Jurgen Kopp. and Liverpool. They could comment on Brexit as well. To be fair, uh, the yeah. problem is you have to invest well, and honestly, I think they did very well because every player they bought are quality players, and I'm happy for them. I don't think he probably is happy for them. I'm also happy to smile and to see that you know you can change your opinion and change as a person. It's funny but that's okay. Here we go, we're getting to mourinho here, aren't we? But maybe this season finally you demand that they win. You, I think, have to be fair and now you have to demand and say the team with investments you are making last season, that you made in January, that you make now, that will probably be the record of the Premier League this season, a team that will was a finalist in the Champions League, you have to say you're a big candidate and you have to win. So Mourinho is trying mind games in pre-season with Liverpool Football Club. Ross, that's a good thing for us, surely. It means we're under his skin already and he knows that we're challengers.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's just a dig at Klopp, though. I think that's a dig at our press. I think it's a dig at the people that are above him who are used. I think he's saying I aren't backing him or I aren't doing the business that he wants. I think he came out earlier and we can said I'm not happy about a lot of things and I think he's referring to transfers and stuff and he said basically i give me a list and he's still sat there waiting for... You've got to be a good boy
1: to get all you want at Christmas. Uh, yeah, I know.
0: Um, but the fact that we're under his skin, yeah, you know, it's a challenge but he, he's comparing them to us and like I said up top of going, we're being backed. You know, like you said, the progression of, of line that we're going through and you can see we're, we're on the up and we're moving forward. And that's what I think we're, it's difficult to watch Man United sometimes because... Over the years, we all know they've been like one of our biggest rivals and probably still are like the fiercest rivals that we have. If it's weird to watch them just play football the way that they do, and not only that, if you look at the camaraderie between our team now, even in pre season, they're laughing and joking and blah blah blah. Everything that you're going on Manchester United now is just negative. Of going, this this person wants to leave, Pogba wants to leave, Martial wants to leave, Luke Shaw's not happy, Ashley Young's not happy, they haven't bought anyone. It's like you're not a mess, but what's going on? That's not that's not what Manchester United. I grew up knew him was about. That's why it's so difficult to fathom what what's going on with him. But he's 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 part of the problem because he just makes up negative stuff, which is all a distraction from what is what is not happening. Uh, and obviously as well, it's it's framed slightly because obviously the player us, so it's like they're gonna ask about Liverpool and stuff.
3: But it's it with what Ross is saying there as well. It's weird that he's talking about us rather than talking about closing the gap to City. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like uh, you've got to wonder why he's looking over his shoulder at us. As opposed to looking up at them mm-hmm. and saying we're make, we could be making ground upon them here because you know liverpool are going to take points off the mere spares will take points you know so that gap will be shorter for us but it, he's all of a sudden he's worried about what we're doing as opposed to and it, he's not like i say he's been asked about liverpool or what's going on there clearly but he's not mentioned chelsea and that he's not mentioned spares and that he's not mentioned all the other teams who should be in the mix for that type of thing which i think is interesting that he's yeah. looking at our business and thinking. You know
1: what I mean? Well, to be fair, and and to be fair to Mourinho there, he does say he thinks they're all good signings. And, you know, he knows what he's doing. The the, the fella's a serial winner. Whether you think he's doing a good job at Manchester United Mm -hmm. or not, he's won trophies there. It's something that Jürgen Klopp hasn't done at Liverpool yet uh, with all the money and the time that he's been here so far. But uh, getting on to the game then, Adam. Are we going to see... Uh, more of the first team in the first half do you think? Are we going to see another 60 minutes from, from Jürgen Klopp side and, and maybe more like what we'll see first day of the season against West Ham?
2: You would think that there'd be more first teamers playing longer into the game because obviously they're the people you're going to be building the fitness up for and especially for some of them coming back from the World Cup they're further behind in their, in their fitness development for the season but I also think that you do have to play it as it's Liverpool v United? I know it is only pre season, it's not going to be like you know the be all and end all if we win or if we lose, but you've got to get people used to the fact that we're going to play United, we're going to play City, we're going to play Chelsea, we're going to play you know Arsenal if you want to put them into that bracket. You're going to have big games, treat it like a big game for some of the younger players who will eventually come into the squad. Get them kind of that mentality, being used to a pressure game. There's obviously going to be a lot more people going to watch that game than there was Uh, the City game. That one didn't really look like it had that many, with the fact that City had so many people missing of their their kind of stars. United have got more of them back. Get them used to, to kind of dealing with that pressure and dealing with that situation.
1: I think it'll be better for Liverpool as well, because... John, I think Manchester United in their last game obviously they played Grant in goal Eric Baye's playing, Smalling's playing Darmian's playing, Shaw's playing, Herrera McTominay, Sanchez Mata, they've all played it's a, it's actually another step up for us again and that's something the that Klopp likes to do throughout his pre-season we came up against Manchester City's kids with a couple of star players, there are genuine first team players in Manchester United side who played the other night, now realise they've just had three games in six days so that's, you know not only another couple of days until the Liverpool game, it could change out. But it looks like Mourinho is building the fitness of his first teamers, and that can only be a good thing for us.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, everyone, everyone you just named there is, you know, is if not a, if not a, a starting player for them is, you know, one of the first subs. And you know, they're going to be in and around that mm. first team throughout the season. And you know, it, it's. I think it's important. to have a different challenge for them as well in pre season, as, as well as the fitness. In that, you know, we're trying to. Build up the fitness for the season, but also trying to get them used to playing in a certain way, and to kind of pick that momentum yeah. up we had at the end of last season. So you know, putting, put you know, on on we've just, been just in the final way for the city game. We were talking about Joe Gomez, putting him up, you know, with Sanchez up front. That that's good experience for him at centre half yeah. if he's going to be playing at centre half going forward. You know. Um, some of the lads who they're going to play, who they're going to start. You know, it'd be good experience for them. It'd be good, I think, in a weird way, if, if he does play grant and goal because I think that'll be interesting for you know an experienced keeper for some of the lads who are playing up front. Some of the younger ones if they're going to go up against him, someone who's been there and done it. So. It can only be good, I think, for them to build that level of experience up for, for the season, where, they, where each other's going to play and in what in what roles in the team.
1: And, Ross, for, for Liverpool, I mean, we're, we're going to get on to our preferred 11s a little bit later on, and we we'll maybe talk through this in a little bit more depth and detail then. Um, is it time we of Storage with the other two stars up top?
0: I think he deserves a chance I think that's something that we, we all took from the Man City game. of He didn't get a fair crack of the whip in the sense he never had a kite behind him in the first place, but we've seen how dangerous he can be and his qualities and stuff, it's nice to see him to have that support behind him and we've seen the quality of Marnie and Salah hooking up like, on the same wavelength, of just going I want to go find you straight away, I think he, I think there's something in that of he can have a role within that team, I think ultimately we're going to get the best out of the season, he needs to practice doing that there's a better time to do it in a pre-season
1: game ok alright Um just a little plug uh, because we've been doing this for ages now uh, we very very nearly sold out for Redman TV live in Dublin uh, day before the Napoli game Murray's Bar uh, the link is in the description below but for uh, for you it's bit.ly forward slash RMTV dub uh, you can get there Go goes to see tickets that link and you can buy your tickets join us as we get bevied and do a live show in Dublin it promises to be absolutely belter Um ok on to prefer the 11s Have you all got our boards? Um, I'm going to start with this couch over here First and foremost uh, I'm going to start with John actually Um Talk me through your team John And tell me why you've picked Maybe a couple of the relationships out there Like I can see Van Dijk and Gomez uh, For example Talk me through
3: um, I just think you know like you were saying like obviously building up towards the season I think this is the last this is the first of the games that we're going to play where we need to start picking what's going to be something like the team that's going to play first game of the season and I just think the games i have seen of us play so far and some of the relationships like you say that there's people there who, who need games so I- I'd like to see Gomez start with Van Dijk I think like that's something Flip
1: them we- though yeah Van Dijk could be the left center
3: but we need we need to know whether it's going to be him, him and Clavin, or him and you know him and uh, Gomez starting first game of the season and I think you know, I think Robertson would pick himself, but I think there's a question mark maybe over you know Klein whether he's going to start, or whether they're going to maybe move Gomez back there if you like and do something a bit different there. Um, I think going off what you were saying before, like I'd really want to see what happens when we play that uh, front three with storage in the middle and then maybe with Kite behind them as well, linking up with them or you know what kind of the, what what the dynamic is there, whether you know he supports and who, who drops deep, who goes out wide, just trying to work out what what we're going to do there really and. I think Lalana as well, there's, there's a big question mark over where he's going to fit in going forward. whether Yeah, we discussed
1: that actually at length, didn't we, uh, before we come on to Ross's team. We discussed that at length on the RedmondCV.com, the final word show for Manchester City, um, where we talked about, like, does Lalana fit in with a, a 4-3-3 mm. or do we have to change to a 4-2-3-1? Uh, so, Ross, let's have a little look at your side then, mate. Um, yeah. You've gone for Kelleher in goal as well, yeah. As, uh, John.
0: Yeah, I think well, I'll be a hypocrite. We said I've said the past two, three games of the whole. Take carries out of the line, might like give him a break and stuff. So, you know, just going along with that, I think Keller probably deserves another go. I think Caris deserves a break at the same time. So why not just chuck him in pre-season? And the other thing is as well, if say Allison's injured, Caris is next next in line. But then he's going to be on the bench. So it's, it's probably going to be him. So he deserves some more first team experience, in my opinion. Why have you gone for Jones in the middle rush? Um. Just because I think it, the amount of games that he's played, he's, he's played deeper in, in some of the in some of the games that I, nice I've right. seen. I think these two need to start. Uh, they didn't have storage in there. You know what? I got stuck. I had storage there. I Took it off because I realised we've got Shakiri as well. Ah! And I was like forgot all about Shaqiri. Uh, and I was like, fuck! I want to put Shakiri in, I said, but I don't want to take Marnie out. I was like, can Marnie put? Uh, my idea was to put Marnie deeper and kind of Shakiri off the wing, but coming in with Salah going around the back of him uh, was was my theory. What's wrong with the pen I gave
1: you? I just want to put it on your lap, like. Um, It's not got the man's ad.
0: Shaq. Going with Shaq. Shaq in the (laughs) middle. Katie
1: up top, on his Todd. Big man up top. I was going to
0: put storage in there because the thing we said about storage, you go mixing in with.
1: But you didn't. I know. Shaq up there. That's why I'm asking you about it. No, no. Give me the pen.
0: (laughs) 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 Here's what what I prepared eh? (laughs) earlier. (laughs) All right, storage.
1: Why didn't you put Shakiri up front, Ross? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really want to see Shakiri play, but you're at the risk of dropping one M three, and you can see with Salamani... There's no way that's a storage, is. by the way. I yeah. was rushed. Um, so you put
1: an eight in instead of an I?
0: Yeah, it's a mix between storage and Shakiri That's a cube.
1: <laughs>
0: Either one of them, two, Half and half. Um, yeah, storage with Sha'Carri's legs. That's what I want to see. Um,
1: that's a great is, is anyone else picturing that running down the way
0: <laughs> Well, at least not going to break in half, are they? At least we able to fucking run. Um, Jones. <laughs>
3: but if he scores, will he, do, will he do the dancing and do the points at the end? Of yeah.
0: Um, Jones deserves some more game time. I think. I think his confidence uh, on and off the pitch has been a pleasant surprise for me. To be honest, all, all the people you think for being your kite you want to see. I want to see some more of him. I always him to more of him with the support of Fabinho and Kaita. Same with storage and, and all them. I think he deserves a chance to have, I think, a, have a
1: pop. I think you've done brilliantly to pull that back. I had no clue what <laughs> you, you were talking that about. did well, yeah. he? Yeah. he? was brilliant there. Uh, yeah. Fair play to you. Um, not carryish.
2: Yeah. Anyone but Loris carries. <laughs> I don't need a pen. I picked eleven
0: players.
1: <laughs> 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 Boom.
2: Um, Klein, Gomez, VVD, and obviously the goat in Andy Robertson. Um, I've gone with a different midfield though. Okay. Going with a four.
1: I can't see. I can only I see uh, that. Go with a diamond. Times.
2: So, um, Fabinho, obviously, at the, the bottom end of it. Genie and Naby. And Cedars Storage is apparently going to be playing a different role. Playing at the top of a, a diamond. He can also go into being a striker if you want to try and play with a front three. That's what I meant to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking pen <laughs> <Ross. laughs> <laughs> Just talking up to the camera, mate.
2: And then um, Salah and Mane up top. Basically just... With 4 three, 3 if you really wanted to, but you can't go into It's just gonna be interesting to see what storage does this year because from looking at that game, he hasn't really got the pace to be the old Daniel storage going through the middle, but he's still got the passing range and the, the creativity that he could do something a little bit further back with runners, maybe. But
1: okay, um, I'm gonna I, I've picked Caddish again, I've picked him every single time. I think if he is going to be our number two and Jürgen Klopp's decided he's our number two, then he needs to have more minutes with that back four for me. Uh, I know everybody will disagree with me again, but that's just the way that I think. I'm not going to change my mind on that. I've picked the same back four, I think, as most of the the lads. I've actually put Wijnaldum in now. I didn't, and I changed it halfway through the show because he needs minutes. So I've actually put Wijnaldum in just just for that reason alone. Um, James Milner again, uh, you know, whatever. And then I've picked the front three that everybody's picked in, in, uh, in a roundabout way, Adam. Um, but I've picked him as the number nine. Uh, I want to see what he can play like when you've got Salah and Mane linking up in the way that they did against Manchester City. I think it'll be really exciting to see what Daniel Sturridge we're going to get this season. I'd like a glimpse of that in this game, if at all possible and stuff. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our preferred 11s. Uh, thank you very much for watching the Uncensored Match Build-Up show. Uh, we don't do score predictions in pre-season, but Adam, if I did ask you, what would you say? 2-1 uh, Liverpool. I like that. Okay. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the Red Men TV on YouTube if you haven't already. And leave us your thoughts in the comment section below. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray five-in-one gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, Crannies, edges, and curves, without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom spray five in one, only from
3: Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part?